Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Great Scott Podcast. Today, I am joined once again by director and producer, Mr. Tazzy Starfire. How's it going, Tazzy? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, from uh, Good. So ever since the last time we talked, um, you've had some pretty exciting things happen. Uh, I'll, I'll be quiet and let you take it away. <laughs> well, uh, during the summer after I got back from Africa, um, I had uh, started working for a camp called Windshaped Camps for Communities. And basically what they do is they go around the country, or, or this was my job at least, uh, we went around the country and we just shared the gospel with a bunch of kids and put on a day camp, so to speak. And um, we had a lot of fun. There was a lot of salvation that was made and uh, kids got saved. And so that was amazing. And uh, during the summer, I had uh, found a man named Devin Forbes and uh, we had um, grew close together. And over a two week period, we decided to become business partners. And so now I'm um, currently living in Auburn, Alabama, and we are starting a big production company called Royal Leaf Studios. And uh, you're the first to know that that's the name, actually. Uh, we haven't released anything for that yet. And so, yeah, there you go. There's a little inside scoop for you. Um, but we run a company called Devin Forbes Creative, and that's a, a video production company, um, like I said, local in Auburn, Alabama. And um, so, yeah, we're doing that currently and starting the production company on the side. And, um, yeah, we're running with some other projects and stuff, which we can talk about. Yeah, uh, tell us about that uh, project that you were uh, talking to me about. Um, you're getting ready to produce a, a movie. Yeah, so uh, the film's called 19. Um, I actually wrote it when I was 19. I'm the screenwriter. Uh, I'm going to produce it, and um, also I'm going to direct it. And um, uh, We're going to probably shoot it in Auburn and here and there in Atlanta, most likely. Um, so uh, Windshape Camps is... Um, partnered with or the people who started Winship Camps was the Chick-fil-A owners, the True Kathy family. Um, they are amazing, wonderful people, and um, they're very giving, and um, they do a lot of ministry work. And so hopefully we can get in with working with them, but that's totally under the rug um, and not really spoken of late, as of late. But um, 19 is about a um, really about communication and holding your – um, trials that you go through down and um, if something else happens it's you tend to explode is the natural um, instinct of it and um, it's just a story about friendship and um, there's a lot of topics that are unspoken about that are going to be spoken about with 19 and um, it's going to be released August uh, 20th 2020 so it's got a while to go and scripting is almost complete and so we can start pre-production soon um, but yeah that's where we are as of right now for 19 so uh, do you have any idea of who's going to be in it? I know that you're trying to get uh, one or two or, or three big names to, to go along with this. Yeah, so um, the main cast is there's there's four of them, and um, there's two two men and two women, and um, they're coming out of high school. And um, in this story, they actually graduate um, during the timeline of um, which the, story, the audience is shown. <clears throat> um I don't have any names as of right now that I can speak about because it's just so um, late in actually pre-production hasn't started yet. Just this ideas that we're running around, names throwing around. And um, so, yeah, a lot of that is very under the rug and very um, secretive, I guess you can talk about. But um, so we have some in mind and um, I'm trying to reach out to them, some that I've met before personally, and um, hopefully we can get them on board. But um, until then, we have 
no idea as to who's going to play the parts. Um, so that's very un, un, um, unknown as of right now. So you mentioned the the Kathy family. Um, have they uh, donated at all to the project of this um, project? No, no, no. No, no, no. So Dan Kathy is an owner of uh, Pinewood Studios, which is the largest um, film studio lot in the world. Um, so they're involved in the film industry. I only say their names because um, there might be a connection. I could see something happening with them and God lining something up. But um, other than that, as of right now, I have, there's nothing been donated. No, no discussion has been made with them personally, but um, um, I'd like to reach out to them and I plan on doing so. Um, very soon. So uh, I also like uh, your website that you just created that you had sent over to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, I know that this is also uh, probably brand new ever since we, we last talked. Yes, yeah. Um, I had a different website that I just used um, just to put my name online, but um, this one's very different. I'm actually looking at it right now. Um, there's actually a lot to this website that isn't on because stuff is not ready. Um, for example, I'm going to be doing acting classes for um, the community and um, all of that. All of those funds will most likely go to 19 um, just because I love teaching and I love directing. And so um, to be able to help the community and, and potentially find um, actors with the real talent that could be in the movie also would be uh, just a blessing in disguise and just, uh, just benefits all around to the community and for myself. And um, so there's going to be a store on there soon. There's a cart button but you can't really touch it because um, there's no store on there but um i have a blog on here i have an about page donate page and uh, just a list of my ventures and um, my youtube link to it and i have some other information about me and um a way to contact me on on the site itself i just want to read i'm taking a look at the website now mm -hmm. and good grief you've had a lot of stuff happen to you um <laughs> Yeah. You said that you've had a fish shoved down your throat. Yeah, your I head, when I was young. Go oh, ahead. Oh, uh, your head slammed against bunk beds. You've been kicked out and homeless for a few weeks during the summer before high school. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, as I you know, like I said last last time we talked um, on the show, I had gone through a lot as a as a child in foster care, and um, those those um situations and and memories don't haunt me anymore but they do define who i am today they don't define who i am specifically um personally but they do they didn't make me who i am is is what i'm trying to say um right so yeah i had a lot happen to me but nothing is not going to make me smile <laughs> nothing in my past at least right right i mean this is like a book in the making right here a future book <laughs> in the making. yeah actually i'm actually writing a book about it right now <laughs> Well, maybe down the line. I mean, this is already uh, starting to a guy from the past of who's had all this happen to getting into mm. the entertainment industry. Um, I know that you had mentioned maybe something about you going into the military. Was that right? Yeah, that was um, before the summer. And before I, the summer, I was kind of lost in what God wanted me to do. I knew it was the entertainment industry. I just didn't know how it would come upon um, me actually doing it. I was doing auditions here and there, but I wasn't getting enough money. I was kind of living off of fumes. Um, because as an actor, it's very difficult. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen La La Land, but um, besides the musical part of that, that's so true. It's, it's hard being in the entertainment industry, whether that's music or um, um, acting. And so um, 
it was a very difficult time and I was going back and forth with God and I was like, what do you want me to do? How does this look? I know this is my calling. This is the gifts you've given me. I have a passion for it. I, I love doing it. What does this look like? And for a few months, I was just sitting around kind of just waiting and then um, had the opportunity with One Shape Camps for Communities, which they do an amazing job. And I learned so much that year and um, or that summer and um, met Devin and realized that uh, this is where you, you wanted me to go with it. And um, so, yeah, I'm going full force and putting all my passion and drive to um, making 19 happen in Royal Leaf Studios. So is the next film after 19 going to be 20? <laughs> no, um, it's actually called Waiting Room. I have oh. um, 64. Yeah, if you read the blog that I just posted um, when I posted the website initially, there's I have on here it says that I have 64, but now I have, I think – 72 different feature film ideas. Um, I have, a, yeah, I have, and they're all unique too, which is a blessing. Um, God really gives me a lot of different stories to tell. And um, I have uh, three feature film documentary ideas, 11 TV show ideas, just a bunch of different ideas and business models and uh, nonprofits. And, um, I mean, there's a wide variety of just a bunch of different um, projects um, that uh, I'm going to turn into products one day and so um yeah that's where i'm at right now as far as ideas go and i'm moving forward after 19 that's like the future goal and idea um train i guess so i want to go back to something that you had said here for just a second um you basically had said how it is tough to get into the industry which is that is definitely true i mean yeah I think that uh, actors uh, and actresses, well, mainly more actors, I think, develop gray hair a lot earlier than they probably should from all the stress that goes on there. But, um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, so um, I was kind of a production assistant on um, uh, run-throughs and stuff like that at like Paramount mm -hmm. Studios. And uh, yeah. talk about how hard it is. I mean, I was basically working with one gentleman. Um, his name is Bob, Bob, Bob Bowden. And, uh, um, he's been a producer in game shows for 35 years or so, and um, there was another gentleman, uh, I, I won't mention his name, but um, as I was going out uh, to run an errand of some kind that uh, Bob had wanted me to do, him and the other guy, the other guy just started screaming at him for no reason, it yeah. seemed like. I mean, basically, as I was walking out the door, the guy was just screaming at, at Bob <laughs> for no reason. I, I hope it was not about me, but at the same time, I mean... That's that's about how, how tough and stuff some of the crap that you have to put up with inside this industry. Yeah, yeah, and it, it's hard because um, talking about like politics and such, um, you can't really put your views or, or your beliefs in any of your work because people will um, instantly judge you for it. And it's it's funny because as Christians, as like true Christians, not the ones that are just you know spoken about and you know spoken wrong about christianity there's a lot of like examples that it's not like jesus's way of living um it's funny because um we as real christians aren't supposed to judge and so when we don't do that but yet we get judged it's very difficult because we have to lean on jesus more than we can lean on what the world says and we have to really know who we are to be able to make it in the industry um especially if that's what god wants you to do and and really just uh, come to an, an agreement with him, I guess, on whatever your will is, let it be done. Um, no matter if it's the entertainment industry or something else, like right. the Marines, like I was going to go through, 
um, it really just comes to comes like really down just to just you and him, which is what it's supposed to be anyway. It's just a relationship between, you know, it's a personal, intimate, romantic, individual relationship between you and the father. And um, yeah, that's really what it comes down to. And you have to really trust on that for you to even I mean, I, if I wasn't in the entertainment industry, I'd be fine if I had a relationship with Jesus. But um, thank God he's given me the gift to be in the entertainment industry. And that's where we're going now. Um, do you think that, uh, <laughs> if you did not have a relationship with Jesus that you'd be in the position you're in now? Um, no, not at all, really. Um, I All of the statistics are against me when it comes to foster care. Um, I was always told as a kid that I was just cash. I was going to end up you know, in prison or on drugs or alcohol. I've never done drugs or alcohol in my life. I will never do that. And uh, <clears throat> I will never go that way. You know, I did numb myself by fighting, and um, that was my outlet, and I was a good fighter, but it didn't fulfill me in the way that I needed to be fulfilled, and I always had a hole in my heart, um, and the only person that filled it, that hole, was Jesus, and um, so I'm thankful for that, and um, that's why I serve him every day. That's why I get up. Um, But, yeah. To go along with what you're saying there, um, basically about people – judging or whatever i mean saying things uh basically Mm. i do suffer from a condition called uh, asperger's and so pretty much i was tested when i was like three or four years old or third or fourth grade and whatever so basically Mm. the person who administered the test told my parents uh michael just uh basically better be happy with with being happy (laughs) yeah just be glad he's happy so yeah uh, pretty much so pretty much um apparently that teacher didn't think that uh or actually did not have much confidence or faith in me and now i'm i'm getting to talk to yeah. you and run this show and i've gotten uh so many celebrities to come on uh through god and um through god working i mean and um just been so yeah. so cool but um yeah so i mean it's hard to push through stuff like that but at the same time um it's kind of easy i mean it's hard and easy at the same time if you get what i mean yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely a rewarding at the end when you just trust in him. I was reading a devotion today, and I can't remember specifically what it said, but it said, you know, you go through hard, you know, you're promised hard trials. You're not promised an easy life as a Christian. Right. And that's, that's so true because life is really hard just in general, whether you're a Christian or not, it's really hard. Um, but I've found it from being a Christian at one point and being one put in one in and then being not a Christian at all that it's way better with Jesus, just no matter, you know? And um, so, yeah, that was, that was a time in my life when I was younger, I had to make a choice whether to um, follow Jesus or not. And here I am. I mean, I'm living my dream. I don't have to wake up at any specific time. I work on my own time and um, I do hard work just like any nine to five job does. And um, I work my butt off and it's rewarding because I'm giving all the glory back to him. Right. Absolutely. I'm tempted to just chat with you on your website and chat with you right here, right now. That let's Go for chat it. Button, yeah, that let's, that let's chat button is really tempting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have that thing because I want to talk to my fans. There's a lot of, like, actors or and people in the entertainment industry that are, uh, they don't want to, like, the fans are the, what you know, obviously it's God that puts you in that position for the fans to, you know, be encouraged or whatever. But there's a lot of bad examples um, of the people in the entertainment industry. And I just don't want to be that one that is not open to hearing and listening and learning. And 
I want to be able to connect with people and build that relationship just like Jesus was. Um, I, in no way, shape, or form am I Jesus, but we are called to strive to be more like him. And so right. I think that chat button is, is, a, is a little, yeah, it, it, I think that chat button is a little hint to that's what I'm trying to do. You know, <laughs> I'm not in it for the money or anything else. Like I could be making a lot of money, you know, every year, but I choose not to because I like to give a lot away. <laughs> So, yeah. You and me both. You and you and me definitely. Both. Yeah. I mean, yeah. So, uh, I mean, speaking of that, you kind of cannot go into the entertainment industry expecting that you'll make a ton of money either. I think that's one mm. thing that people really just have a misconception about too. I mean, well, especially starting off. Yeah. Yeah. So starting off, I mean, when I was a production assistant, I think I was making like nine dollars an hour, which I yeah. Mean, is pretty much kind of like a, a joke, but at the same time, I really did ha have a job and I was thankful for that, but I mean. Yeah. So starting out, like you say, you're right. I mean, uh, and then I also do stand-up comedy, I think uh, that I might've told you that, but. Um, yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, and there's absolutely no money, like you say, starting out. No, not at all. <laughs> uh, if you look at some of these famous comedians, how long it actually took them to get to where they're at, I mean, you kind of just have to have a love for doing what you do and. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, pretty much. Uh, can't have a lot of bills either. What's that? You can't have a lot of bills either. You won't be able to pay them. Oh yeah, that's definitely true. Oh yes. Don't try and get in debt. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely say that too. But uh, so, anyways, um, <laughs> back to your movie. Um, how, or rather, the let's let's chat. You trying to talk to your fans? Have some of your fans kind of given you uh, ideas and inspirations for your films? Yeah, um, I think I think what the coolest thing is is that I get I get those ideas um, from people, um, but I also get most of my ideas, like the majority of them, like I'd say ninety ninety percent of the ideas that I have are literally from like sitting in my shower and we're not sitting, standing in my shower and um, just letting the water hit me and just really thinking about you know, the relationship that I have and what God wants me to do next and what story he wants me to tell next. Because overall, I love storytelling um, over directing, producing, acting, all of it. I love storytelling. I love telling a story that impacts someone enough to really just think about their life and apply it to themselves. And um, so that's where most of my ideas come from. But yes, I do get ideas from other people um, as far as like fans and such. So uh, I think that um, basically throughout this conversation, I think you've had uh, some ideas and, and inspiration come here just based upon what you're telling me. Um, yeah. I think that uh, I hope that you make some religious films as, as well um, hmm. that uh, yeah. get some of these Christian actors involved in them. Um, and, uh, yeah, I mean, it just sounds great. And congratulations on all the success that you're having. Thank you so much. So, um so besides uh, act, or besides writing, I mean, and directing, what all do you mm -hmm. uh, what all do you do besides that? Well, um, I'm the CVO of Devin Forbes Creative, and basically what that is, it's a video production company. And um, this is the guy I met was named Devin Forbes, and um, I'm living with him now. We're we're staying in the same apartment together. We're roommates, and. Um, He's a really cool dude. He loves Jesus, and uh, we're running this race together, and uh, he's going to be the business partner, and we're going to split it 50-50 uh, Royal Leaf um, Studios together. And so he's a huge part of it, too. He's more um, background, so he doesn't really like to be open in the front, but um, that's why I'm here, I guess. 
And uh, so, yeah, uh, we do just about anything we do from video production going. Uh, we do commercials, weddings, uh, real estate stuff. We do, you know, promo videos, event videos. I mean, branding content. We do just about anything that a company would need. We we can provide that um, service to them. So uh, are you going to shoot the movie uh, like right there in Alabama or are you going to try and shoot it around the country per se? So I would love to shoot it around the country. The way I wrote it um, is a small budget film. So it's a $7 million budget film as of right now. Now scripting is not complete. And so there's some um, things that aren't taken into account yet when that's just an overall number. We can't see it going over that. Um, and so with that, the um, idea is to shoot it locally, um, to invite local businesses to collaborate with them, to give them opportunity to kind of promote in a way. Um, there's a lot of like places that are shot over and over again in the entertainment industry. And I like to be creative, I guess, and um, move around the country. That would be awesome to be able to move around the country and around the world. But with this budget of a film, that's just not possible, bringing a whole cast and a crew um, and all the equipment and everything that we would need to shoot the film um, around the world to to do such a thing. But um, that's definitely in the near future with all that's, you know, 72 different ideas that I have for feature films specifically. Um, but as of right now, with 19, it's most likely going to be shot in Alabama and Atlanta area. So um, I might have asked you this beforehand, but... Um... Mm -hmm. Is there any one specific person or persons maybe that you try and mimic your directing style after past um, present? That's the thing. I think um, I think it's wise to take from everybody you learn from. Um, I, I don't follow one specific person because I can grab something from everybody else and then add my own spin to it. And then it would be an original, you know, directing style, I guess. Um, there's definitely like, things that I've learned from specific people, but I don't take just their one specific or one whole like directing technique and then direct it to my directing technique. I take a little bit from everybody. And that's why I think it's wise as just in life, to take a lot of uh, wisdom from the elderly and um, learning from them and uh, just how to do life. Cause they lived it already um, and they're living it. And so they're learning too. And then I think just overall we're a collaborative kind of community is what I like more. And so I like to be more collaborative in the way of taking ideas from people and, you know, saying I'm going to apply this to my, you know, technique, whether that's directing, acting, producing, whatever it is, uh, story writing, whatever, uh, but taking that and using it to my advantage so that I can better perform and better um, tell stories. And so that's typically how I work when it comes to just about any um, topic. Do you watch like some of the old films, like from the 20s, maybe like through the 60s or even 70s maybe to get inspiration for um, your method of directing? Uh, yeah, I've seen yeah. some I've seen some silent films because I think that's interesting um, how to direct a silent film when there's no dialogue because there's in directing like plays or such. Um, directing is very personal with the actor, at least in my opinion. And so um, – I like to be able to see that. And so when you when you watch maybe some bloopers from whatever um, story um, that is a silent film, it's very interesting to see the interaction because it's more than just dialogue. It's instant reaction to a reaction 
You know what I mean? So it's a little different. Right. And I think that's very interesting. And so I've seen a, a few older films like that that are silent. Um, but yeah, um, one in specific that I could name, uh, John Krasinski, is a, I'm a big fan of his um, when it comes to directing, when he directed and acted and starred and, you know, he wrote it. Um, but A Quiet Place, um, that was a fantastic film. And um, I this one of my favorites right now, but um, I've probably seen it seven times. But um, I love seeing like bloopers from that because there's not a lot of dialogue. I think there's like seven minutes in the whole thing. But um, sound is definitely a very um, probably one of the most important aspects of a film, especially in a film with no sound, <laughs> if that makes any sense whatsoever. A Quiet Place that stars Emily Blunt, uh, John Krasinski, like you say, he was in it. Uh, Noah yes. Yep. Yep. That's a fantastic film. Yeah, it really is. I mean, folks, if you have not seen that, definitely go see it. I mean, this, yeah. I mean, John Krasinski sounds a little like Alfred Hitchcock here, starring, writing, directing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Except I'm sure that he's in his own films a little bit longer than what Hitchcock was, just making an <laughs> appearance. And you see him like yeah. off in the corner somewhere, walking a dog or something like that. Yeah. No, sure. he's looking at. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I see. Uh, yeah, on on the um, banner to promote it, I see uh, his name is along with with Emily Blunt on it. So, but anyways, mm -hmm. yeah. So. But anyways, well, uh, Tazzy, I do want to wish you the best of luck with your with your project. We cannot wait to see it. Thank you so much. I'm excited to show everybody. Are you going to try and go to a film fest with it at all or film fests? Um, probably not. I kind of want to do the thing myself. <laughs> okay. um, I have an idea for a film festival, so that's probably where it's going to be premiered at. All right. Well, that sounds good. Uh, well, thank you so much for your time, Tazzy. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. All right. I'll, we'll talk to you later. Okay. All right.